Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And here we are on a nice gray, rainy day. Oh, you got to love the rain just coming down and pissing all over your parade, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I, I just love it. Just you go out there and you're like, yeah, uh, piss on me, Sky, please. Well, you know my personal preference. Yeah. I you go yeah, out there yeah. to get pissed on. Nice yeah. cold piss from the from the heavens. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, we started watching. Uh, mm mm-hmm. I, I think our intros have been talking about what we've been watching lately. Yeah. So we were. Is we, this just our recap pod yeah, now? This is what our recap is. Yeah. We've got to let the listeners Welcome know what we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched the documentary about the uh, yeah, hatchet wielding yeah. hitchhiker. Yep. So that was fun last night. It was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. A, a homeless guy who murders people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like um... that was a weird one because everyone. Well, I hated it because you could tell all the reality TV people and the newscasters were so just like, this is our big break. We're going to make so much money off of this. Like, you can tell this guy is not well. And he just clubbed a guy in the head with a hatchet. (laughs) Why would you think it's cool to make a TV show with him like this? This guy is unstable. Yeah, I remember like the song and everything like yeah. of, of like the auto tune songs when they were doing that of news reports at the time, like the smash, smash, smash. Yeah, I remember the meme. But like even then, you're like, I don't know if I would trust this guy <laughs> near anybody. Yeah, it was it was uh, wild that they were like, I can't believe that this homeless guy we picked up is pissing all over this hotel and everywhere. <laughs> it's like, what? yeah, and drinking. It's going to do. Yeah, they were like mad that he was drinking. Yeah, like, what, do you, what did you bar. think he was going to do? You gave him an open like that's yes a bunch of people just like we can make money off of this man yeah and it was shocked that he's a lot of stupid wild. stupid people who have no concept of reality yeah so fun documentary wow. yeah so real fun wow. but we were also uh watching uh more stuff last night which leads us in to our guest today mm. because we have the lip sync assassin <laughs> we got cynthia kiss here <laughs> Hello. Mwah. How are we doing, fellas? Oh, oh doing so great. good. So happy to have you on. Um, I've uh, I've talked about this before. You are actually the second drag queen that we've ever had on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm a massive Canada's Drag Race fan. And I only started with Canada's Drag Race. So oh, amazing. Yeah. 
And I've been watching it since the beginning because local queens that also dabble in comedy here in Toronto. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what brought me in. But this has been my first time going into the American season now. We started watching. Yeah, that. that's true. It, really, my first actual full season watching through. I've seen like clips and episodes of other people watching, but I haven't really watched before till right now. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. And I love that you both watch the show. It's a good time. The American season is like the Canadian season on steroids. So yeah. get ready. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting how different it is because yeah. for me, like watching it from day one, like we're probably going on the fourth season here soon, but um watching Canada's drag race from day one and now like going in and actually seeing RuPaul. I'm like, this is weird. Where's like, Brooke? like I'm used to all of the Canadian people now. Depending on how you look at it, it's like yeah. kind of watching the American office and then watching like the British office in like yeah. whichever order you do it. Flipping it is like, Oh, it's a parallel, but it is its own tone of voice. I think that happens with like regionality, like for each version of the show like mm -hmm. obviously like the spain version of the show or like the like the france version of the show i went to DragCon uk recently and like all the international seasons came together for this convention and it was so kind of beautiful it felt like um like a little club we're all part yeah. of where we're like we open booths and like do meet and greets and stuff but yeah it's all over the world now it's wild do you keep up with all of like the different um country because i i started watching uk versus the world too and i was like whoa there's a lot of people from like there's a lot of the show from different countries right yeah so do you try to keep up with all of them it's kind of like what breaks through the noise that's like the new challenge as a queen is it's like you get on the show but what do you do during the show post show like how is your kind of like presence online like what are you putting out there right um and because juice and i podcast on our show semi-qualified queens joining joining sonar this february oh. um i keep up with those seasons for sure because i'm reviewing it i'm recapping it yeah and then the other stuff it's like fashion is very easy to digest so on instagram it's like oh that's a good look bitch where's she from the philippines okay let me follow her okay and you know <laughs> just like you just kind of collect them all mm -hmm. like pokemon yeah <laughs> But it's impossible to really collect them all, though. That's the problem, right? There's so much talent out there. And go yeah. see your local queens because you never know when she's going to be on TV. Mm -hmm. Well, we were just talking about that the other day. It's like we might have missed the boat on that because now that it's blown up so much, it's so much harder to, <laughs> you know, get a hold of people. Three, uh, three seasons now of Canada's Drag Race. All of you are getting pretty expensive to see, you know. <laughs> I'll always I'll always email you back. I'll always email you back. Never That's forget where you come from. Never forget. Yeah. Yeah. Peterborough, Ontario. <laughs> I uh I I loved uh you on season 2. I I love the Brat Pack in general. I mm -hmm. I okay. found that uh I I really connected with the three of you. Um and I and always my favorite kind of goes to who's um winning the comedy challenges which you yeah. won snatch game and you did a great job in the reading challenge that episode too <laughs> yeah. that was so funny they forgot me brooklyn literally like when we were doing the reading challenge she was like all right thank you queens and i literally was like are you being shady right now on purpose <laughs> like i'm right here let me go and then i yeah. didn't i didn't 
fuck up. So it was it was fun. Yeah, it, that's the perfect moment to then show up and be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you everybody. if you're like, don't forget about me, and then you yeah. suck, you like flatline the whole time. <laughs> Waste of time. And you... those are edited so funny. It's like it's just waddle. It's like kind of chopped up. Yeah, everyone had so many good jokes. It's hard to like put condense it into like two minutes. We were wondering that too. Uh, this is something we've been talking about. Like you never really get the scope of time on the show. I find I find it's <laughs> me neither. It's... They didn't actually. They didn't like me having my watch, but I wore it in my confessionals the very first day. And then they were like, oh, for continuity, you get to have it all the time. But they actually, they call it TV time where there's no natural light. You have no sense of yeah. how long you've been in there. And so that's actually, it rings true for the whole project, even as an audience member. It's it's like, amazing. Like drag, it, drag race time. <laughs> I, I equate it to like other, like other reality shows, like, like, like say like a cooking show, for example, where you know there's a very definitive time frame and what they're working against. But yeah. some of the challenges it makes things seem like they're instantaneous, but it's like, no, these, these things took a very long time. Like even when you're doing like well, multiple looks, right. To I will say actually, sometimes it's quite quick turnarounds yeah. and like a moment on the show, like a ball where it's mm -hmm. look on, look on, look, you only have, I think like 30 minutes between each look. So yeah. you have to ask yourself as, you know, a trained or untrained makeup artist, costume designer, like dressing yourself. It's like when a girl's skin is blue in one look, and then back to another color for like a third look. That means she put it on or took it off. And yeah. that's incredibly challenging to wow. do. So for me, I'm not like a makeup girl. So for me, I like change my color of lipstick. And I'm like, this is epic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they're not even ready. I'm going from pink yeah. to red. But um, yeah, it's sometimes it's really quick on the show. So I find that so fascinating, though. And I think that mm -hmm. he's such an interesting component to highlight. And the fact that it's so hidden is, is... Rue did it once on UK. I think it was season two where they did have like a stopwatch, like some sort of okay. element of time for the ball. It made it um, it took a bit of the glamour out of it. Whereas if it's just like a, right. like a quickly cut fashion show, yeah. you get to really just lose yourself. And it's the same formula every week. But please know there are times on that show where it is really drag race. We're running. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How long do you have to actually like uh, make the outfits too? Like mm. how much time are you given for that? Well, to, without revealing too much about how the sausage is made, there is um, like when in the casting process, there is at one point you're told like your thematic runways. You don't, you may not get like oh. the sassy pun version right, of something, right. um, but it'll be like the theme. It's like, summer fun and yeah. then it, it, when Something it walks on the runway it's like more of like a drag race pun so it's right. you get an idea but sometimes that description versus their final copywriting it can change what you would have done as a design like right there was a few times where you'd get the final on set and you're like oh well i wouldn't have done something so you know this direction but mm. that's drag race wow and then there's like uh because for um the episode that you end up getting eliminated on there's three looks on that and two of them yes. are, are obviously i guess prepared beforehand and then one's yes. designed in the moment mm -hmm. so here's the thing i on the show i wore a look the theme was ugly as sin and it was yeah. like not ugly and no, you came out i looked gorgeous. so yeah. beautiful you said you're not a makeup queen but you came out gorgeous <laughs> yeah the well thank you <laughs> i mean like i just mean not like glow up mua like paint my face a creature color like i can't yeah. do that kind of makeup right. but i can do yeah like natural beauty air quotes mm -hmm. um but uh i realized on the show the thing the the looks that i had in the order i had them when i was packing i could have 
on the fly switched them around and found something more ugly. But when I was in, I call it the Thunderdome, mm. I wasn't thinking properly. Yeah. I was in like this like COVID haze. Mm -hmm. And so for me, the structure of what I brought to Toronto was like my comfort blanket. And so I was like, I can't change a thing. Like I can't change a thing. But if I were to go back, I would be a lot more fluid. And like at the time, assess each day being like, okay, synth, this could be your last runway. Is that really ugly as sin? Like they can use that and, you know, send you home for it. Yeah. So I would have even like, I don't know, stained the back of it like I shit my pants. Like wouldn't it have been funny <laughs> had I turned around in that beautiful look and had like oh, a soiled yeah. garment? Mm -hmm. I, I thought of that the other day when I was smoking weed. I was like, yeah. maybe that's what I could have done. I literally could have taken like foundation or contour and like rubbed it on my ass and been yeah. like, there's the ugly. Okay, let's yeah. go. <laughs> you you could have turned the pink disc just right into a butthole <laughs> itself, right? <laughs> exactly. I am the anus. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that because... I, I think your first look was uh, great or yeah, your first look was great. Your last look was great. Mm -hmm. And the second didn't exactly fit the theme, but it looked amazing. It was a really good look. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> was you, Cody. That was a stacked, I think, um, challenge for the ball, yeah. though, too. Like, yeah. I, I felt everyone did incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't watched that many seasons of the show, like I mm -hmm. compared to a lot of people. But to me, that felt like one of the most stacked episodes of a ball challenge mm -hmm. this season itself definitely had a lot of fashionistas mm -hmm. and that was something in hindsight because you bring what you bring you can't like change your wardrobe so it, it started to become very overwhelming on set where i was like my god pythia is wearing like these outlandish costumes isis is doing such a cool direction with her drag and i was like and i am wearing this fucking thing that i don't <laughs> want to wear right now and so it was funny um you can't uh, you don't know what you don't know with your and, competition. And so it was a very fashion led season. Sorry to cut you off. No, I, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that uh, like you don't. I, I'm sure that you knew some of the people that were going to be on the season. I, I think it probably. Oh, uh, I mean, my Brat Pack sisters. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. The Brat Pack girls. I heard through the whispers because everyone kind of works with wig designers, costume designers, like the people that help them create what they bring on the show and by virtue of that, sometimes it, you know, there's just like whispers in the community of like, it goes around, who's potentially yeah. on the show. It, I also heard, and I'm not sure if this is true, but for finales, they film multiple winners. Mm -hmm. They That's, do. Oh, really? So that, so that it doesn't get out because mm -hmm. on Raja's mm -hmm. season of the show back in the day, um, season three, if I'm getting my facts correct, yeah. they only did a singular um, win and Perez Hilton leaked it. Oh, and so for the whole oh. season, everyone knew who already won because gays can't keep a secret. They just can't. <laughs> they're too. They're just too damn excited. And so by filming multiple um, wins, it's up like they can splice it till the very end. Yeah, wow. because I was told um, by one of my friends that uh, does drag. She was like, oh, this is who wins. And then it was a different person completely. And See? I was I was already mad. Why would you spoil this for me? But I was, mm. oh, <laughs> but some people I, hate spoilers. Some people get so mad with spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm a very uh, you've been you've been getting a lot of things spoiled lately. Yeah, for some people, the people I work with decide to message me on Instagram for all reality shows of who won <laughs> before I can watch them, like a day before. Yeah, 
<laughs> and now it's like it's getting it's crossing over to your food like people are taking your milk out of the fridge and just letting yeah. it spoil yeah. and you're like i was gonna drink that <laughs> and they're like we're just spoiling everything in cody's line <laughs> it's driving me insane yeah <laughs> not my milk my milk <laughs> um i want to talk about the like uh versus the world stuff because you haven't done one yet but i suspect that you'll uh be on one um so it, the main thing i want to uh talk about is that like rupaul's not on the uh, canadian ones no. and to me it was something that i didn't really think about until i watched the versus the world i think it was uk versus the world where jimbo and lemon are on it and they were yes. in like tears meeting rupaul I know, and i right? was like oh this is a huge deal yeah. it's epic it's literally epic like because of DragCon, i've been in like the building with rupaul but like not in their actual bubble like their space and so you're right there are certain versions of the show where they are present and there's certain versions of the show where they're not i would say yes to any type of um all-stars format whether that be canada or if they bring me somewhere internationally could you imagine like the philippines <laughs> or, like <laughs> somewhere where there's a language barrier and i'm just like <laughs> drag, drag race holland um but to have rupaul like that to me is such a bucket list thing that if that happened to line up i would be extra extra nervous but extra yeah. excited to like get that stamp of approval because he likes weird shit like i think yeah. he would have been more into some of the stuff <laughs> i was doing than perhaps brooklyn who's very like traditional ballerina polished um mm -hmm. you know pageant drag yeah i also like um i would rupaul's laugh is so amazing to yeah. hear in general so when you were doing snatch game like if you just had that like as well because Rue would have been going nuts for it. Oh, thank but, you for saying that. That was a fun yeah. day on set. I loved that challenge. That was one where it was like, I hadn't been doing so hot in the competition. And there's something of instant gratification about laughter. Like if you could get the people on set to laugh and not everyone could. So it would be like, you know, thunk, 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 and then get yeah. to me and then like laughter. And so I was like, okay, I'm killing this. I yeah, can be around were, another week. And then I won. Really... I was like, hell yes. <laughs> you were really like, pulling it together there like not only just like yourself but you were like jumping in with other people and just like really kind of keeping that yeah. energy and momentum going with well that's it. the secret to uh, yeah. something fun to watch on tv not in silo people mm -hmm. on the panel it's like oh the person beside me you know her breastplate is exposed right. i am rachel zoe fashion stylist mm -hmm. this is hilarious to banter that way so and i love improv and stuff too so it's fun as we'll see at the end of this episode <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that, um, in general, that's amazing. And I, like I said, the comedy is where I go towards because being kind of like out of the world and then going into Canada's drag race, some of the Queens, you know, I, you can tell where the comedy came from and you can see what, especially watching like the American ones and seeing how funny rue actually is now and some yeah, of that yes. gets lost i think on other queens not quite understanding <laughs> what makes it funny yeah. yes and with you it doesn't and like <laughs> um and we see that like kendall ends up doing amazing on like the rose challenge i know and uh jimbo in season one i found was just genuinely really funny too and like so many queens are so funny like mm -hmm. half of my favorite part of this as like a full-time career is like the backstage banter with like other queens like everyone is just so quick-witted and so snatch game just gets to be in the roast they get to be examples of how like 
we're fucking funny people. Like, I love my job. It's so funny. Like, I mentioned DragCon because, again, it was just last week. Yeah. Just the full, like, the whole time just laughing because everyone is just so clever and, like, enjoyable to be around. Lots of big personalities. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I love that when you're watching, too, like, everyone seems funny and some people don't know how to translate it yet or, or yes. like know what why they're so funny yeah and I, I think there was a big one in the uk one i forget who it was it was one of the american queens in the uk versus the world but every confessional she did was so funny yeah and she was so shady but then yeah. when it came to like reading and stuff was not nailing it terrible like, yes. like, what the hell um yeah. yeah, it's yeah. so funny when they don't know each other. Like, I feel like in the Canada versus the world, they did it really early in the season and everyone yeah. couldn't really read each other yet because they didn't know each other like sisters, like, mm-hmm. you know, family, because reading it, ha- it kind of has to come from a place of truth, but from a place of love. It's right. like, I don't know, there's like a delicate balance there. But when it's bad, it's so hard to watch. It's cringe. It's like, oh, yeah. no, it's not going well. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you talked about uh, fighting from the bottom and then getting uh, winning snatch game uh, the next week. And you ended up being in the bottom uh, three times. Getting out. <laughs> I know it was so bad. <laughs> but I mean, at least you were able to get like the moniker of like lip sync assassin, take yeah. out all these people and show that like, I mean, I feel like lip sync has to be one of the most important things with drag when you're watching a performance. Yeah, it definitely so- it definitely counts like for them. Th- that's a moment where you can save yourself. Like I. I don't think they anticipated, especially for the lip sync with Stephanie Prince, for mm-hmm. me to turn it as much as I did. And I was, I knew I had done so poorly in that challenge that I was like, for a day kind of practicing my lip sync. Mm-hmm. Whereas Stephanie didn't think she did so poorly that she would be up for her life lip syncing. Right. So I had the like meant, I had like, I don't know, I visualized things a lot. And so I had visualized the win. I was like, I know how I'm going to block this. I know how to play the camera. Like, I might seem like a dumb blonde in drag, but there's a very like clever, calculated, nerdy guy behind it, making sure all of those things translate for TV and, you know, save your big moves for the right parts. It's a crescendo. I think a lot of queens burn out too hard in a lip sync for your life. And with camera, you can be more like nuanced. Right. Yeah. See the nerd coming out. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So thank you for, I don't know where I was going with that, but thank you for acknowledging it. I love dance. I took yeah. dance when I was a child and stopped because I was like bullied when I was a kid. And it was the last time in my life where I let that happen. That was like my learned lesson of like, no longer let people's opinion of you stop you from doing what you want to do. And so I've always danced um, from a place of just like me, pure me. Like you're getting like me, the essence of me on stage when I did. So I think they saw that. And not only that, but you're also an Aries. So you fight. <laughs> yes yes i do i know i try not to i'm like a i'm like a house trained aries i've had to like i think that's called turning 30 i'm just like i need to zen out a little bit because it's like for a while there my aries energy got me in trouble but now i i just you know i find a balance but when it's lip syncing for your life yeah you gotta you gotta bring it yeah you gotta bring it so then you get to the third lip sync and it's against <laughs> your best friend i know that was like stacked for like from production in some ways it was like of course they want the best friend like showdown and at that point I was like oh my god I've already lip synced so many times lip sank I always think about the past tense of lip sync and I'd done it so many times that I just was like okay I'm probably gonna go home after this but um it was a cool moment on stage with Kendall 
That's what I was thinking too. Like it would be so hard for you in the moment to like for both of you um, and thinking that you're going to send your best friend home. Like one of you is going right. Or if I mean, on the rare occasion, both of you stay. That could have been a double save. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. that was one moment where I was like, couldn't you've just done a double save? But alas, I'll be back though. I'll, I'll gladly take a call for an all stars. So. (laughs) And I kind of think it would be fun to do a season without my sisters as much as that was amazing doing it with them. They are some of my closest like drag family. So it's not even just like knowing a queen from your city. It's like I came up with those people. So it it would be cool to see what I could do on my own as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think that even though that was such a like a hard moment, but also just like when you like look back now, it's an epic moment, like having that moment with, your best friend and and also the moment where you embrace is like emotional too like i'm like oh she's oh. such a cancer yeah. kendall's a cancer <laughs> she's, i looked at her i was like oh we're doing this okay <laughs> i started like deary-eyed too i was like oh i know with her like boob out <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's drag it yeah. was definitely one of those moments where it was just like oh that's sweet but also just like this is a competition so you need to back up <laughs> i know i was like let me dance <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my Aries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but on that note, let's slide into a bit of a spookier note here. Yes. Because we have to ask you, mm-hmm. do you believe in ghosts? Hell yes. Yes. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? So I definitely have. And I'm like attuned to it. My dad is very over the top with the paranormal. Mm-hmm. He's like one of those like gay men where he enters the room and he's like, I feel the spirit there's a spirit in here. <laughs> like it's like there's always like a queer character on those like ghost hunting yeah. shows. <laughs> and I feel like my dad would could like literally thrive in that environment. Um he's like was raised like I don't know, taught by nuns and he has like a lot of Catholic guilt. So I feel like he has this like relationship with the supernatural that like I don't know, it's very he's very passionate about it. And so for a long time I would look at ghosts. I would believe him and his conviction because he's very like intense about it. Yeah. But then an element of skepticism but then I think where I've kind of leveled out it's somewhere in the middle where I'm like no I definitely believe that like there there can be presence energy around you but I don't believe in like that Ouija board shit where I want to talk to them and open up as a vessel Mm -hmm. because that's when you get possessed by a demon and then you have bad juju. Like, I believe in bad juju. I don't like that. I don't want that. That scared me. You had someone walk in behind you. As a <laughs> I, I think that's a ghost. And yeah. I was like, bitch. Yeah. A demon we, emerges. It's just the two of us in this place. So I don't know what that was. <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so long, long-winded answer as usual. I do believe in ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> We're the only podcast that pays extras to walk through the background just to scare our guests. Yeah. I was like, wait a second, what is going on? <laughs> like the the performer in me is like, do I keep my cool? <laughs> so I think when uh when Juicebox was on, mm-hmm. uh she said that she doesn't believe in bad spirits. So you do believe in bad spirits. And that's why we balance each other out. Yeah. <laughs> well. no, you have to. I feel like those are the most dangerous ones because you hear of like, I don't know, this, I'm gonna sound so <sighs> weird saying all this stuff out loud but like isn't it like the most insidious kind of like satanic ghost that can make themselves look like a child to Mm. trick you and that's when like i don't know they like i don't know they they 
I don't know, are sneakier. I think like evil spirits you have to be extra cautious of. I don't know. And no, and I do know. I do know. Yeah. <laughs> Child ghosts are the most scary ghosts too. Yeah. To I, me. If yeah. Turning into they children, are. then I don't think it's working anymore. They're not that sneaky. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, people don't like child ghosts no more. But oh. we have like a human instinct to like care for a child. It's like yeah. human nature. And so they could just need advantage of that. Right. They just need that initial second of letting your guard down for a child. Yeah. It's, no, totally. It's Maybe scary. I watched too many scary movies when I was a child. But... <laughs> it's scary to see like a child ghost, but at the same time, it does run through your mind that you're like, oh, that's sad. This all when being you... said, I have never actually had like uh, an interaction where I was like, I saw a ghost. Mind you, my paranormal experiences are like shifts in environments or like mm. proof of like a, a, a moved thing. And I can go into specifics if you want. Yes, that's please. really big. Okay, so I um, used to work in Peterborough, Ontario. Um, it's called Market Hall. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the oldest structures in Peterborough. It's like downtown. It's at one point been like a fitness center, like in like the 40s or 50s. It became like, a, like at one point it was truly a market. Um, and then when I got there, I helped my father run drama camps. And I was like this administrative um, assistant role where I would open up and close for the day, like open up at eight and then close at like six. Um, and I remember being the last person in this building one time, closing up, there's a kitchen for like snacks and stuff for the kids. And then I'm the first, but per- I set that alarm. I leave, I come back the next morning, beep, 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 alarm, walk into the kitchen, I cut watermelon for the kids. And every single drawer cabinet was open aside from the fridge. It's that like, boom, everything looked touched and disturbed. And it's like, okay, I could just feel it in there. I was like, something has been in here. There's like, there's been like, like, what the fuck is this? I was the last one in here. Every single drawer, every single cabinet open. It gave me like full body chills. And I was like, okay. Cause Market Hall is infamously a haunted like hotspot in Peterborough. So I felt yeah. like I had had my moment with one of the ghosts in the building. It's like, like that, that was a ghost for sure. Do you think that that would be a a friendly ghost or an evil ghost that would open every cabinet? That I'm not sure, but I feel like a lover of theater because like Market Hall has been a theater space before. I have heard it's a friendly energy. Mm -hmm. There's a woman, there's a woman who sings on like the staircase. And then there's, I think there's a male kind of persona people have spoken about, but I don't remember them being negative, Mm -hmm. but maybe that's how the folklore like is you stay positive <laughs> like they're nice they're really yeah. nice you can still go in there i like the idea of a of a good ghost who thinks they're being evil and is like and now i will inconvenience you yes you're gonna have to shut multiple doors <laughs> <laughs> well i mean there is that moment in i think it's paranormal activity two where like all of the stuff in the kitchen like comes down from the ceiling at once Mm. exactly i love i love the paranormal activity movies i think those are like some of my favorite that like blair witch style the pov Mm. and the way i don't know that kind of um movie gets me because it's like that shit can happen (laughs) like that happened to my kitchen at the market hall i was Mm -hmm. i think i'd seen it recently and i was like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) i don't know uh what the age difference between us is but were you um I don't uh, for like paranormal activity one when that came out. Do you remember that being like no one knows if this is real or not? Like everyone thought that I, that was a real yes. thing. 
Totally. I remember that being perhaps how it was introduced to me. I didn't see it in theater. It got around to me like I was pretty young, but I could, even I could tell it was staged, but in this really, really, really convincing way, like extremely convincing way. And I think almost like halfway through the film, it's like suspended disbelief. You're like, well, I'm just falling into this. Like, what if this really yeah. was happening? It's wild and creepy. So creepy. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I remember when it came out for me because it ended up doing like the on demand to your theater. Like it was like, oh, just like go to the website and then vote for it to come to your town or whatever. Damn, grassroots movement. We yeah. Love that. Um, but I I remember online there was like so many people who were like, This is real, this is all real. And then you'd find like a pirated copy or whatever. Uh, yeah. don't come at me. It was so long ago. Um <laughs> but the uh you'd find a pirated copy and I was watching it alone in my house as I think I was probably like, I don't know, like thirteen or fourteen, maybe twelve, I don't know. But just watching it alone in the dark in my house and reading online that this is a real thing and just seeing all of this like camera footage on like a pirated copy that's like already kind of low quality yeah yeah <laughs> just so scary terrifying. so scary <laughs> um but on that note we have our own story to tell that's right i, want to hear it. I need to know oh wait is this the improv one <laughs> this is the improv you will be oh, a part yes. of this story as we all swing yeah, you are the swing. No responsibility in the story. You can do whatever you want. Okay, cute. Mm -hmm. And I drew the celebrity. So this is my moment for Snatch Game, I guess. I guess so. I go Make to a me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Against I'm kidding. the Snatch Game winner. <laughs> you might have to uh you might have to lip sync at the end of this. <laughs> oh. No. I, I need to see that, Cody. <laughs> actually like uh it was before pandemic because I do stand up comedy and I would do some uh, shows in Toronto where it would be a mix of drag queens and stand up comedians. And the people Fabulous mix. that were rated the highest had to do a lip sync battle. So the highest comedian and the uh, highest drag queen then did a lip sync battle at the end. And for my stand up one, even though I was probably the only person not in heels in that show, I ended up um blowing my mcl out on the stage because my boots no. were slippery and no. then i did my whole set from the bottom of the stage just like crawling over there and sitting on the edge and oh. just did my stand-up set and i was 0.5 points away from having to do a lip sync battle with <laughs> and i was like i will die if i have to go up there. yeah no, no 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 you have an injury always <laughs> yeah. do your stretching even before a comedy set yeah. A stretched body is a happy body. Go dry true. your boots. Yeah, go to dry my boots. Rainy days. And dry boots. <laughs> dry boots means safe uh, knees. True. House down dry boots. <laughs> <laughs> my options for the celebrity are Michael Douglas. Yeah. Courtney Cox. Kenny Chesney. Okay. And Jeanan Goosen. I don't know who that is, but... I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I got to go with my old friend, Michael Douglas. Yeah, I feel like he's been on a few times. Yeah, I well, I talked about I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before that when mm -hmm. I was a kid, my parents, I never saw them watch a Michael Douglas movie. But our VHS cabinet was filled with Michael, like every Michael Douglas movie there was. And no <laughs> one would ever watch them. I don't know where we got them. I don't know who bought them. 
I mean, it feels like one of those collections that your parents get. They watch it once and then it's just on the shelf forever. Yeah. Well, that that was the thing. I mean, we in uh, my house, we didn't watch Disney movies when I was a kid. My Mickey Mouse was Michael Douglas. Stop it. <laughs> wow. I can't wait till you get to go to Michael Douglas land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the most gray, most gray themed. They, they only have the Hall of Presidents. Yeah. But it's presidents that he's played. <laughs> That'd be a good one. And that means that I drew the narrator. So for the narrator, we're going to go to canigetit.com for a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get the story started. Let's do a let's do a relationship. A gladiator and betrothed. Gladiator and betrothed? Yeah. I hope you know what betrothed is. <laughs> I do. What does that mean again? Betrothed is like the person that you're set to marry. Cute. Essentially, you know, like you've you've like engaged. Yeah. On the plans to engagement. Engaged. Yeah. So the truth. Be... Oh, yeah, yeah, I can hear it. I can. Hear yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So it's like the gladiator and their their love that they're going to marry. That or could be bitch. anyone. So like uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Let's make and, Michael uh, gay. Joaquin, Joaquin, Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix, right? Michael's gonna be gay. <laughs> I can say that because I'm gay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> this episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/spooked. S-P-O-O-K-E-D to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. You know, And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while... Uh, doing planning and do, mm-hmm. and putting things together that really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly, yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked.
All right. The year was 3 AD. Oh, it was a hot, sunny day in Rome. The Colosseum was blazing. Everyone was out there buying all their little snacks from the vendors. The excitement was buzzing. You could feel the electricity pulsing through everybody. Today was the day. The big gladiatorial tournament. And everyone was excited to see one, the greatest, oh, the greatest gladiator of them all. Hey. That's uh, right. I'm Tom. It was Tom the gladiator. <laughs> yeah, me. Mm, I'm pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Just gonna do my thing, you know. Tom Okeus, the most okayest but bestest gladiator there ever was. He had slain so many other gladiators and and wild beasts that you know what? It was it was a little ridiculous and and everyone was gunning for his head because it was about time that somebody else showed up in that coliseum. Yeah, I do all right. He did all right. But everyone's too scared to fight Okeus. He's going to kill you instantly. I won't fight Tom. He scares me. I don't want to lose my other arm. He chopped my one off last time. Oh, come on, everyone. I have to fight somebody. There's a show to put on. And that's true. There was a show. The emperor himself was sitting in the crowd waiting for a spectacle, one befitting of his royal splendor. Everybody today. I want to see a show where somebody gets their guts chopped out. I want to see a show where the animals come out and they bite somebody. I want to see a show where everybody cheers. Tom. Yep. Who are you fighting today, buddy? I don't know. But all I hope is that if you yeah. see me win today. What? And kill whoever's in front of me. Okay. Then I get to marry your son. My son. Michael Douglas. My son, Michael Douglas. That's right. Whoever wins tonight will marry me. Michael Douglas. I don't know if I, Emperor Julius Douglas, could give away my son. Don't worry, Dad. I'm into it. <laughs> Severely. I don't know if you heard, but when I went for women previously, it gave me throat cancer from going down on them. So I'm willing. You're, you're to changing it up. A, yeah, I'm willing. To avoid cancer? And. And love. Love. Okay. Cancer and avoidance and love. Okay. So long as you're avoiding cancer, but also doing it for love, then. Well. Also. I want everyone to know that I'm in the upcoming Ant-Man movie if you want to see that later. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, we're here for entertainment, so maybe this Coliseum Day will be a double feature. Entertain us! Entertain us! All right, and who so challenges Tom for my dear, sweet, Michael Douglas's hand in marriage. That's right. Who wants to challenge me so I can get up there to that sweet ass? <laughs> I, I I will challenge you. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> it was the wizened old man. The one who nobody thought would come out from the crowd. Oh, he had a little cap on and very short shorts for some reason. <laughs> it's very hot today. <laughs> Shuffling down in his slippers, he pulled out a very small paring knife, one that he would use to peel potatoes and small apples. Oh, this is my pencil crayon. 
Oh. How did this get here? <laughs> no, I know. I'm sorry, sir. I, I don't want to fight you. You're just an old man. I, I, I'd feel bad about killing you in this. But you deserve to be with Michael. <laughs> oh, so you just want to sacrifice yourself so I can be with my my uh, my hot, hot husband up there. <laughs> I ship that. <laughs> yes, it seemed as if the old man was just doing this to make sure that Tom could finally find love with a rich man. <laughs> but it seemed like maybe there was something more to this old man. Something more than the short shorts and the slippers. Something more than the creaky old voice. Tom might have bitten off more than he could chew with this old fellow. Um, you seem to be pretty nimble there. What is it? Are you doing some warm-ups? That's right, bitch. You're going down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you duped me. I've been yeah. duped. Yeah, because I do my stretches, okay? I stretch before this shit. I'm not tearing any muscles. You're going down. You're going down. Oh, I didn't warm up at all. That's right. If Tom had but one weakness, it was his lack of stretching and prep before a fight. Usually every fight was just so simple for him. All he had to do was stand there and swing a sword around. But not this time. An agile old man who had been working for years and years, doing backflips and cartwheels around for coins. I'm about Dad, I'm really scared I'm going to have to marry this old man and not my sweet Tom. Well, you should have thought about that before you decided to pin it all on a gladiatorial combat. Well, Dad, you have to think about this. I am. When I go to the Ant-Man oh. premiere, yeah. I'm going to have to be looking fine on the runway, right? Yeah. And they're going to take a lot of pictures of me and show them around the town. Yeah. Do I really want to be strolling up there with that old man? Well, son, this is this is the thing. You know what? You can't be you can't be basing your love purely on looks. You have to look deeper. You're right. Just like Ant-Man looked deeper into the multiverse. You're right. Uh, you know what? A champion's a champion, and th that's what I uh, fall for. Is that's right. Success, just like you, Dad. Actually, You're all about the money and success. Looks don't matter. Actually, you kind of remind me of that old man. What? Nothing. No comment, son. Look, I saw the trailer to Ant-Man. I'm going to that premiere. <laughs> oh, good. Um, can, can, can we take a day off? Can we take a day off? I need no, an extra day. No, 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 no. I'm already A day off here. so you can... Stretch. Oh, God. Oh, that's some shots fired there, Tom. Are you going to take that? You know what? Fine. I I know I'm good enough. I don't need to stretch. I can take out this. I've taken out beasts and monsters and dragons in the past. And with Surely I can that, take out an old man. let the battle begin. Tom hopped up and down. Trying to warm up a little bit, trying to loosen his creaky joints, but he just he just couldn't quite get limber enough. The old yeah. man was doing flips all around him, backflips, spinning around, <sighs> doing little rolls, dropping apple peels all around Tom. Take those apple peels. <laughs> oh god, I can't even keep track of you. No, they were so slimy. Oh, and he got hit in the gut with a paring knife. <laughs> the wound wasn't deep, but it was enough to humiliate him. And the oh. apple juice stung just a little bit. If I die here tonight. Michael, just know I always loved you. Shut up, loser. <laughs> oh, uh, Michael, you really turned on him, eh? Well, I, I like winners. I like champions. He was, was embarrassed out there. He's oh. 
barely holding up against an old man peeling apples around him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> an apple slice a day keeps the gladiator away. <laughs> oh my God, it's true. It seems to be working. Oh, oh you're slowly peeling at me. That's right. Ugh. He started peeling off your skin, Tom. Ugh. Tom, Ugh. he started with your apples, your testicles. Oh, yeah. It's so like, easy. Like... It's so easy because his muscles are so cold. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to date a person without any skin. Oh, God. I've got nothing to spare me. Please spare me. Don't kill me. Like I've killed so many in the past. Please have a heart, old man. This is for Ant Man. No. <laughs> 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 And lo, Tom was felled by the old man, his guts and blood spewing out everywhere, apple peels and skin merging into one. What was what? Nobody could tell. And as Tom lay there bleeding out, Michael Douglas came down and picked the old man up and laid a big smooch right on his lips. That's right. You're coming with me to the Ant-Man premiere. My youthful champion. As long as we stretch first. <laughs> oh, I threw up my back. I didn't stretch before. I... Oh, oh, come on. Oh. Oh, we learned nothing today. <laughs> I hope you can carry me to the premiere. But of course. And son, I'm proud to announce that this wedding will be happening right after the premiere as an after party wedding. I hope that's okay. It's okay, Dad. How about you tell yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones I don't miss her one bit? What? You mean your new mom? Oh. Well, this is... Catherine, please come out. <laughs> I'm going to have to take this in over the Ant-Man movie. What? What? Just let me watch the Ant-Man movie. I can process this for a little bit. No, I was just I was just kidding. I, I, I'm i not really dating Catherine Zeta-Jones. So. Oh, thank God. Don't you oh, worry. Uh, just a little uh, emperor humor. You know how it is. What a what a sweet prank, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I got you, didn't I? You did. Yeah, it's because you didn't take me to the Ant-Man premiere. What, you wanted to go with me this whole time? I've always wanted to be a part of your life, son. That's why I set up this whole tournament. That's why I set up this whole thing. Trying to get your approval. What? But instead you're going with this old man and you didn't even ask your old man. Well, I didn't know that you loved me like that. I didn't know that you were wanting to spend more time with you. Of course I wanted to spend more time with you, Dad. Why do you think I fell for this old man so quickly? What? He reminded me of a parental figure I've never had. Wow. Old man, what is your name? My name is Old Man. Oh, okay. I thought that we were just made being no rude. sense when I was young, and now it's perfect. Oh, I thought we were being rude, but it turns out we were just calling you by your name. Very I was actually very surprised, but impressed. <laughs> you thought we just got it right on the first guess. <laughs> yeah, I thought you guys knew me. Wow. Okay. Well, listen. Why you would take me to Ant Man? <laughs> listen, I. I guess it's time that Daddy said bye bye to his son. And I'm going to let you be his new daddy, if that's okay. That's more than okay. It's right. expected. I give, I give you both my blessing. 
Thank you, Dad. And I I promise you that I'll have a little bit of therapy to work out these father issues and everything like that uh, after the premiere. Yeah. And if you could say hi to Paul Rudd for me, that would be great. Remember, Ant-Man is the real therapy. (laughs) Yeah. Could you get me a screener, maybe? Sure thing, Dad. Sure thing. Ant-Man, Quantum Mania, in theaters now. Spooked. Wow, what a good promotion for that movie. Oh, man. (laughs) My my apologies for my lack of commitment in character (laughs) voice, because I think it changed like seven times. But it's because I kept forgetting what I started with. And I was like, I don't what a fun what a fun way to start my Friday. fellas. (laughs) Doing promos for Ant-Man. Yeah, (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god so good I hope we needed ant-man we needed oh, ant-man what yeah. a great ad whoever added ant-man in the mix <laughs> mm-hmm. i hope we get auto-generated an ant-man <laughs> ad before this episode too totally <laughs> that would be good yeah we haven't had a good movie auto-generated ad in a while have we um no the last one was coming to america too wasn't it yeah, we had coming to america too for a long time like it didn't <laughs> feel like a new movie by the time it went away it was like I've been out for months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what does that say about the demographic? They take their time yep. going to see yeah. a film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, before we get into uh, plugs, I have to ask you, uh, what do you think? Can I? Uh, do you think I'd do well in the Snatch game? <laughs> yeah, you killed it. You killed it. Unlike me, you committed to your characters. You had a you had a persona. You were you were amazing. <laughs> Shantae, you stay. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Let's do a round of plugs. Where can everyone follow you? Yes. Okay, so I am joining the Sonar Network, like I said. So come listen to Juicebox and I on our podcast, Semi-Qualified Queens, out every week. And then if you want to follow me on my socials, it's at Cynthia Kiss. Climb my little link tree. <laughs> and from there, have fun in the branches. Amazing. And you can go to the sonarnetwork.com. Also see a full profile on mm-hmm. Cynthia with direct links to those social media, as well as the other episodes that she's done on the network and go to the Sonar shop and you can get a couple uh, T-shirts. We got some yeah. if you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts. We got a shirt for you. Mm-hmm. And spoof. I know what shirt I'm buying. <laughs> Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have some Ant-Man shirts yeah. there too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, spooked, but in like Ant-Man typography. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. I hope we don't get sued too badly. No, it's fine. <laughs> Something tells me you'll be okay. <laughs> You're gonna get sued by Ant-Man. I'll get sued for saying admitting to pirating uh paranormal activity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Canada's drag race will come from me. They're like, stop yeah. talking so much about production. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's secrets. Yeah. Secrets. <laughs> This was so much fun. Thank you for having me, fellows. Man, thanks Thank so much for coming. So much. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this with us. I felt a little spooked. <laughs> spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 